0: Welcome to this week's pass on the business of cannabis. So starting a cannabis business is legal in India, ladies and gentlemen. But oh my god, is it difficult. Okay, I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Please don't take me wrong. But if you're planning on starting a cannabis business in India, please make sure you have um, nerves, balls made of steel and a whole lot of passion. Because it's not going to be an easy ride. You probably even won't make a lot of money. But if you have the passion... There's a whole lot of green on the other side. Let me begin by explaining cannabis you can do what you can do in this country. And to know this, we need to understand a little NDPS and a little Ayush, Swad Anusar. Yes, it's a recipe recipe, but it's a shahi recipe. And it's a very simple recipe, but you need to prep it in a little NDPS allows cannabis cultivation of plants with less than 0.3% THC, but gives states the authority to grant licenses for cultivation. And for our listeners who don't know what NDPS is, please go back to our earlier circles and passes. We've spoken about NDPS a lot. Like I said, NDPS allows cannabis cultivation as long as the plant has less than 0.3% THC, which is, as a lot of us would know, is the global classification for hemp. But the catch is, a plant which can use everything to it, NDPS has said that use seeds stock provided you have a cultivation license. And if you don't have a cultivation license, you can work with farmers and other companies that do and resell their products. You can white label your own products if you want to or you can just act like an aggregator, act like an e-commerce uh, to sell their products. Companies like Behemp, uh, Boheco, Terraphilic are already in this business so you can reach out to them and see how you can get started immediately. Coming to Ayush. And Ayush is a very interesting character. Uh, Ayush is, uh, of course, the Ayurveda body of India. And the amazing part is that cannabis is fully legal in Ayurveda. <laughs> And i am not talking about cbd or hemp or anything i'm talking about full spectrum cannabis including thc shock laga shock laga But anyway, we've also spoken about this in our earlier circles. In fact, even in the first circle, that the history of cannabis with India goes as far as the Vedas. So it's imperative that Ayurveda me kuch to kuch ho gai. And for me to clear out a lot of misinformation, let me tell you, Ayurveda has an ancient book called the Ayurveda Pharmacopeia, which is essentially the storehouse of all the formulations and all the medicines uh, that fall under the Ayurveda umbrella. And in the Ayurveda Pharmacobia, there are a host of cannabis-based formulations. From pain relief to anti-inflammation to even something like a Viagra for all the people who've, um, who want to get their love on, there are enough and more cannabis-based formulations to help you in bed as well. Uh, the medicines that you can get can only be given with a prescription. And if you are still a, a little so let me tell you that CBD is fully legal in India. Mein. There is no law which says that you cannot purchase or consume CBD. Both Boheco and VD Herbals have been selling uh, CBD-based products for a while now. You can go on their websites, check it out, um, and, and all of that is available. Simple, enough. legal. do it. But think again, guys, you're in India. Things are not as simple as they seem. Uh, like I said, NDPS allows for cultivation of hemp, but only one state in India has allowed, uh, has actually given out licenses for that, and which is the great state of Uttarakhand. In 2015, they created a policy, they've been giving out licenses, but even in that, even in that one state, right, getting a license is probably more difficult than meeting Shahrukh Khan. <laughs> There are so many restrictions, so many different documentations, and it's also based on the uh, district magistrate's. Um, I don't want to say whim, but their uh, their thought process and their outlook on what kind of documentations or what kind of restrictions they would want to put in place before handing out a license. And if you do get a license, remember you can only use for seeds in stock. Unfortunately, the cultivation license does not give you the right or the liberty to extract anything from the seed, even hemp seed oil. Hemp seed oil, for people who don't know, is the single largest volume-based product that you can get from hemp in the world. It's used in cooking, in salad dressings, in uh, moisturizers, in cosmetics, everywhere. It's the largest volume-based cannabis product out there. And we are missing out on such a huge opportunity. There is an estimated loss of $25 billion that the Indian economy will face if you don't open up research and development into into cannabis and especially seeds. Well, that's for another time. Uh, but you'll be like, so what? Seeds to legal hain, bach denge, seed ka oil nie manayenge, aise ka, aise he de denge. Par aise-aise <laughs> kaafi, kaafi brands rahe the. Hemseed, uh, in fact, modern bazaar if people who know also sells packed seeds. so go there uh, and get them. <laughs> In 2017, FSSAI, which is the Food Safety and Standards Authority of India, decided to clamp down on the brands that are selling hemp seeds or other hemp products on major e commerce sites, whether it's Amazon or Flipkart or any of those. And why? Because they haven't set up a standardization or regulation process themselves. Well, go figure. Kuch bhi hota hai this mein, na? But anyway, jahan hemp is unclear, hai, ayush udhar hi utna zyada clear? Hai. But it's a very, very capital-intensive business to get into. Ayush has extremely stringent guidelines before you can start selling any product under Ayurveda. I'm not just talking cannabis, but any product under Ayurveda. You need a GMP-certified facility. You need Ayurveda doctors and physicians in the facility. You need proper storage. You need proper assembly areas before you're granted a license. Now, question will very important. Where raw you get you a cannabis license, to le lia, but where the hell will you get the cannabis to make products? There's no legal source in India where you can get products from. If you can sit the jungle it. but anyway, it is what it is. And similarly, if you want to get into the CBD business, the same kind of challenges will apply, right? Where will you get your licenses from? Because there is no CBD special license. How will you show that you're getting rid of the THC? How will you source high CBD plants in India? Because there is no single... Source of buying certified seeds in this country. If you have to get seeds which are certified, so that the you know so that you actually uphold the letter of the law, you will have to get them imported from abroad. Um, so, so as you can understand, while avenues to get into the cannabis business exist in India, the road is pretty bumpy. And if you do want to start a business uh, around cannabis, this is the best time to do that in India, where education is getting uh, you know getting better, awareness is getting better. The market is not saturated. Uh, you may think that there is a lot of competition, but right now the market is in such a state that the more the competition, the better it is because if people start seeing more products on shelves, the awareness levels and the acceptance levels will automatically start increasing. Yes, there may be consolidation of the markets that happen later. Coca-Cola, Hindustan Unilever. But we have to work of so I personally feel... The cannabis industry in India should not be competing with each other, but actually should be taking each other along because there is a whole lot of pie We've got a billion and a half people, guys, billion and a half. So if you want to start a cannabis business in India, and if you want to learn more about how you can start a cannabis business in India and the troubles you may face, please reach out to this is Weed on Instagram. We've got a panel of experts. We've got a panel of people who've actually gotten licenses and know how you need to maneuver this very, very complex maze. So hit us up if you want to be a hemppreneur or a canapreneur. We will be more than glad to support you. Of course, all of this is pro bono, unless you want to give us some money to support the, the channel anyway. But if you need any expertise, any sort of uh, conversations, if you just want to have a talk, please, we're all ears. Uh, this brings me to the end of the GAN section. Come into the fun section. We've got the song recommendations for this week coming up. The first song is by the legendary Bob Dylan. This song's called Rainy Day Women No. 12 and 35. It was released in 1968 and there's been so much debate about the meaning of this song uh, because Dylan has never come out and said what exactly this song means. And this this phrase, Rainy Day Women Number 12 and 35, doesn't even feature in the song. But if you listen to the chorus, there's not a lot which is left to the imagination, my friends. Coming to recommendation number two is by one of my all-time favorite bands. They are called Black Sabbath. Uh, They are a legendary, legendary metal group which started in the United Kingdom. There is a very famous saying in the music fraternity which goes, Black Sabbath created metal, Metallica perfected it. So they are that iconic. And Black Sabbath released a song in 1971. It was titled Sweet Leaf. Again, no prizes for guessing what the Sweet Leaf is. Uh, It starts with a tape loop of the guitarist Tony Iommi coughing from a J that he was smoking with Aussie. Uh, It's also one of the earliest examples uh, of music that will influence the emergence of the stoner rock genre. So give this song a sweet, sweet, sweet listen. You will not regret it. (laughs) Coming to, finally, the watch recommendation of this week. Well, you might hate me for suggesting that this is not the most popular or the most, you know, like, intense series or something. Uh, It's a light watch. I love watching uh, things where I can leave my brain behind. And this one is one of those. Uh, It's called Disjointed. It is a two-part series available on Netflix. It stars Kathy Bates, who's, you know, I I don't know her age, but it's like some um, 60-65-year-old woman who's running... Um, a cannabis dispensary in Los Angeles with, with her son and her son's friends. It's really funny. It's really bizarre. Uh, but it touches upon some very important topics like PTSD, like the usage of medical cannabis. I'm Ruth Whitefeather Feldman, cannabis lawyer, cannabis activist. And just before I open the door, cannabis user. Free joints for everybody. You remind me of your father back in the day. Ambitious determined, thirsty for young white women. So this brings me to the end of this week's pass. Thank you so much for sticking around with me. Um, I really, really appreciate and all of us at V.Ed really appreciate the love that you're sending us. Please keep it coming. Please be vocal about us. Uh, please spread noise about this sweet, sweet leaf. Until next time, Please catch us on at the rate this is v. ed on Instagram at the rate t h i s i s w e dot e d. There's plenty more where that came from. We have a whole lot of other things planned for you guys. Keep the love coming. Thank you so much.